You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello, and welcome to episode number 12 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today's question actually comes from multiple people. This is a question that I get all the time, and so I thought I would park this question here and I would answer it. And that question is, how do you run social media on a tight, small budget? I don't know about you, but if you're like most churches, you don't have a lot of money um, for your communications budget, and you specifically don't have a lot of money for like a social media budget. So this is kind of a big deal. Uh, if you've got a question for me, by the way, you can go to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-R-E-L.com if you want to ask me a question. So let's dive into today's question about running a social media budget, if you will, running your social media campaign on a small budget. Uh, we've got a lot to get through. Originally, I started out with like five things I think you need to know. And then honestly, the list just kind of expanded because more ideas came to my head. So I'll tell you like the the basis for everything here in terms of running uh, like your social media on a small budget. And this is something you should do whenever you're actually are deciding to pay for something is that for everything you do, you should be asking for the nonprofit rate. So if you use buffer, you use Hootsuite. Uh, if you use uh, say like even Dropbox, if you use Dropbox for business, or if you use Wufu to use uh, forms, uh, forms to sign up for things, whatever you do, if you're using an outside vendor, uh, that doesn't specifically cater to churches, you should ask for the nonprofit rate. We here have saved probably close to anywhere between 30 to 40, 50, up to maybe most of the time 50% of our budget just by asking for the nonprofit rate. And most of the times we just ask via Twitter or I'll ask, uh, or Katie uh, will ask via uh, email, just send them a quick email and say, hey, We'd like to have a nonprofit rate. What do you have? And honestly, it's pretty simple. Typically, as a form I'll have to fill out, or I'll just need to provide some sort of documentation uh, that proves our nonprofit status. But make sure whatever you do, you're always getting the nonprofit rate. Now, here's a trick for you in terms of actually running your day-to-day social media and how you can cut your budget. If you don't want to pay for, say, a Hootsuite or Buffer, but you still want to schedule all your social media out, there is a way to do it, and it's a little bit tricky. But what you could do is you could sign up for both Buffer and Hootsuite. And here's why. Buffer, I believe, gives you up to 10 posts a week that you can schedule out. So you can schedule 10 posts out in advance. And I think Hootsuite is something around 15. So if you decide to use both services and knew how to schedule them and time them out, so you say you use like Buffer on like Tuesday, I mean Monday, Tuesday, and then use Hootsuite on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, if Buffer gives you 10, Hootsuite, I think, gives you lets you schedule out 15. You could technically speaking between those two services, schedule out 25 posts per week. You would just need to make sure that you understand what you're scheduling where. So yeah, there's a little bit of navigation on your part, but you could easily use Hootsuite and Buffer together to get 25 posts out per week. That's not a bad deal. I've actually did that before that personally. Um, and when I had to get a whole lot of stuff out the door and I didn't want to pay for anything. So you can do that. You can take Hootsuite and Buffer and maybe even another third-party service. And you can kind of, if you will, finagle things out. So you can get up to 25 posts scheduled out without paying a dime. So that's if you're using the Buffer free plan or the Hootsuite free plan as well. Now, when it comes to photos, one way to cut your budget on photos is pretty simple. You can go to a great website like Pixabay. That's P-I-X. 
A-B-A-Y.com, Pixabay. Pixabay is basically, think of it like a search engine for really good free stock photos. And they've got, they catalog everything from Unsplash, uh, a lot of the really cool, uh, really good looking stock photo sites that are free. They Put them all together, and you can use Pixabay. You can use other search engines out there. Uh, you can even use Google if you wanted to, but Pixabay is great because it really gets down to the ones that are free and you can use for your church, which I really think is a great deal. So free photos, easy one for that one. You just go to Pixabay, and you get the free photos from there. Uh, if you want to create graphics and you, again, are on a, you are the graphic designer in your church, you're handling it all, but you don't want to pay for Adobe Creative Suite and pay for Photoshop and pay the 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks or whatever it's costing now to do that. An easy way to do that is Canva.com. I've talked about Canva, Canva before. That's C-A-N-V-A.com. That's Canva.com. Canva.com, think of it like Photoshop in your browser, but like a very lightweight Photoshop that's really not designed to do photo editing so much as it's designed for you to create graphics for social media. It already comes preloaded with the templates for Twitter, uh, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. It's got all that stuff, even like cover photos, all that kind of stuff already done in there. All you got to do is just go ahead and just create it and design it. And they've even got like what they call like design school, which basically kind of instruction on how to do layouts, typography choices, all that kind of stuff. And they've got some pre-done templates. You can pay for some stuff on Canva. There's some premium options there. I typically don't, um, but I love it because it one, it's a really lightweight tool. I can use really quickly to mock something up. Two, it works on my iOS devices, so it'll work on your iPad. And everything is centralized in the cloud. You can just go and grab it and start working on it no matter whatever device you log in on, which I just think is really cool. The next one is going to be Fiverr. So let me tell you why I think you should use a tool like Fiverr. If you're ever in a situation where you've got to do things like create an intro video, like a motion graphic video, or you need an audio intro for like a podcast like this one, or you need to have something transcribed, you need something done by a third party, um, but you're not sure where to turn, Fiverr, that's F-I-V-E-R-R, is a really great place to do that because with Fiverr, it's like basically a marketplace marketplace for people who are willing to do things for $5 you know, sometimes a little bit more uh, depending on what you're asking. But it's just basically a great marketplace where you can go out and you kind of just get some stuff done dirt cheap. I've had stuff transcribed there, pretty inexpensive. Um, I had this audio, the intro for this podcast was done by a guy on Fiverr. I just went and found two or three people I liked to kind of listen to some samples and picked one out. And got it done for really dirt cheap. I know churches that are going on there to get their video intros done. There's some really cool stuff you can get on there. I wouldn't trust them to do like your branding or heavy graphics. Uh, I, I don't think the quality is anywhere. And you need to get a, a good designer to go in and do really good branding. Uh, I don't think you can replace a designer. But there's some technical things that they can do there. There's just some heavy lifting of like sermon transcriptions. That kind of stuff that, man, you just don't have the time to do. That you can get pretty done, done pretty good at a pretty good rate. And that's at uh, Fiverr.com. If you need something that's a little more technical, but you can't go out and hire like a really high-end developer to just do something on your website, another option for you is Elance. Elance.com. That's just Elance.com. Um, and on Elance, uh, what they do is is you've got a, basically a worldwide freelance database of people that you can just set up a project and they can bid on it. And I've used that for the web. Um, if I'm like, okay, I need this fixed on my own personal site, I'll just say, hey, I need somebody who can do this. 
And honestly, they've got really reasonable rates. You can see how people are rated and you can use them. We've also gone there and we've also tested that out for sermon transcription. Hey, here's a sermon. How much would it cost? You post the sermon, say, throw it out there and say, how much would it cost to have it transcribed? And you can pick the person you think fits best what you want them to do and you can get it done there. And that's on Elance. And I use that for more heavy lifting. If you will, I say heavy lifting, I'm talking more the deep technical. If I need somebody to work on some web stuff for us. Another way for you to save a pretty good amount of cash and actually probably honestly spend some cash you'd never thought about spending is with Google AdWords. I don't know if, if you know this, but if you're a nonprofit, you can apply for Google AdWords, free dollars for Google AdWords. And that's up to $120,000 a year, $10,000 a month of free AdWords on Google. And that basically means you can bid on AdWords for when people search for certain things, your search your church will, if you will, come up in the search results under the ad section. So you have basically the ability to basically kind of bid on certain words. Now, because you're a nonprofit and they're giving this way to you for free, you're kind of limited to how much you can actually bid on a keyword. However, it's a great experiment if you really just kind of want to see what Google AdWords are like, but you really don't want to spend the dollars on it yet because you're kind of going, I'm not sure if this is me. Uh, and you, once again, you don't have a budget to do it on. You can do this. You can actually go. Google has a thing where you fill it out. You kind of tell them who you are. You prove your nonprofit status. And guess what? You get free ad dollars. You get up to $10,000 a month. And I think they do it like they renew you every six six months. So, you know, you get 60K and 120K. It's 60K per six months and obviously 120K per year. But that is a really great deal that you need to take advantage of if you're looking at trying to use Google AdWords. If you're looking at doing video streaming, obviously you can use stuff on social media like Periscope. But if you're trying to do something like uh, via desktop, one easy free tool to do that is Google Hangout. And the reason why I love Google Hangout is one simple fact. On Google Hangout, you can have it take the video when the video is done, when you're done doing a Hangout, and push it immediately to your YouTube channel. So if you wanted to do a live Q&A with your pastor or you want to host a meeting, your staff meeting, or you want to do something really simple, you could do that on Google Hangout and then turn around and have it push it straight to your Facebook channel. I just think for streaming for free and be honest with you, they just do a great job. Google Hangout is a fantastic option. Now, if you're looking how to do your analytics for free, and when I say analytics, I'm referring to like basically all your deals of who comes to see your website, uh, what do they do with the information, all that kind of stuff, the kind of nitty gritty, kind of really kind of nerdy stuff that honestly, if you start taking a look at it, can really help you shape and make your website better. The best tool around is Google Analytics. And Google Analytics, if you install it on your website, it'll give you a whole truckload of information about where people are coming from, how much time do they spend on your website, and which pages do they visit the most. So I highly suggest if you're looking at doing analytics, use Google Analytics. It's free really, really well done. However, if you're on WordPress, if your church runs on a WordPress site, you can install the Jetpack plugin. That's Jetpack. You can install that plugin and you can use the WordPress.com stats for free as well. Uh, I like the WordPress.com stats just because they're a little more simplified, a little more easier, and they're kind of a dashboard view. You'd log into your WordPress site that your church runs on and bingo, there's all of your stats right there. So I like that as well in terms of just simplicity. It's not nearly as advanced as Google Analytics but I think it definitely does the job. One other tool you can use to figure out how you're ranking and how and and how your how things are going for you in terms of your what we call page authority and that kind of thing is called Open Site Explorer. And this is a free tool where basically you put in the URL of your church and you basically just see how well is my domain name respected. You know, do we have really good 
SEO, people linking to us. You can kind of get in some the really nitty gritty kind of nerdy details of your search engine optimization on Google. You can do that through Open Site Explorer. That's Open Site Explorer. And by the way, I'll put all these links in the blog post for today's podcast episode. The last thing is if you are running email campaigns, in other words, you're emailing folks, a lot of us use obviously our church database. But the problem with our church databases is a lot of them are designed to be databases. In other words, they're designed to probably collect the information of how people give, uh, what class they're in, if they're in Sunday school, small group, however you guys, however you frame that at your church. But that's what they're designed to do. They're not really designed to do email and do it well. Well, there is one tool that does it really well, and that's MailChimp. MailChimp does email really well. And if you have less than, I want to say it's either 1,000 or 2,000 subscribers on your email list, it's free which is really good. And if you go beyond that, guess what? You can use a nonprofit discount and it's still dirt cheap, but they let you design really beautiful, really well-designed emails and send those out to everybody in your church. And honestly, I would never touch our church databases email system. I would only use MailChimp if I could. And if you can do that, I strongly encourage you to do that because they just do a great job of doing layout, making sure your stuff just looks great. It's just really, really well done. They give you really good analytics about how many people open your email, how many people click through on the email. Overall, it's just a really good all around experience. So today we've covered a lot. We've covered basically how to get some graphics done for free, where to get some really third great third-party stuff in terms of like places like Fiverr and just all around how to save some cash on your social media budget. Remember, the big thing is make sure you're asking for that nonprofit rate. Whatever service you're on, you need to ask yourself, hey guys, are we getting the nonprofit discount on that? Because it could save you up to 50% on your social media budget. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and I've enjoyed getting it ready for you. Don't forget, I'm on iTunes, and you can rate this podcast on iTunes, and we would love for you to do that. Also, you've got a question for me. You can go to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. You can also direct message me on Twitter. I kind of keep that open. I'm at dgirardier. That's at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R on Twitter to send me a direct message. And you can also ask me questions and tell me, hey, I want to keep this anonymous. I don't want people to know that I'm asking that question. And you know what? That's more than okay. So thanks for listening. And I can't wait to talk to you on Twitter. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.